in a three, two, one. Woo! Good day, y'all. Welcome to the Curious Observer Podcast, exploring thoughts with Jenny. Jenny, and when I think of Jenny, I think of my good friend as an artist, entrepreneur, and local activist. Which, before we go get into that, what more would you like to share, you know, to the viewers about yourself and your why? Welcome. I love it. Wait, was that a real question? Oh, yes, we're in. <laughs> go for it. Oh. Well, well, Aisha, after, after uh, you sharing, you, you're welcome to share more things that you'd like for us to know about yourself. And of course, before we get into the deep dive of your work, which is dressing the homeless, you know, uh, helping feeding the homeless, or you're welcome to correct me on those details. I want, I wanted to make this space available for you to go as detailed as you like. And uh, yes, what more can you, would you like to share with us? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm so much more than that. Honestly, I feel like my message wasn't ever really to feed, um, dress the homeless. Okay. I feel like it's just an extension of who I am as a person, you know? And so, you know, I was going to ask about that because I know that also when I think of Jenny, I think of the, the fashion show that you run, especially pre-quarantine life. There's a lot of shows happening all the time. People are showing up. Uh, and really receiving such shows as their show. And you really, I really got to feel that watching the, the kind of just following what everyone's doing on the radio, especially yourself. It's really cool to see that. And I can see how that has lended itself to, you know, I'm, I'm calling it this, you're not calling it this, of course. And uh, so I'm certainly putting, you're welcome to shift my words if I'm not being clear, but dressing the homeless. Uh, that's where I can see that that connection in terms of right. you're, you're just doing what you do and it just so happened to show up in such a manner. And yeah. yes, you're welcome to share more. Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know you knew about my fashion show. Do you go? I have Wait, not, you know, I know that everyone in Laredo would invite me, Hey, come out to, you know, the, the thrift shows. And I hadn't gone, I hadn't t- had been able to take the chance to be able to visit to a show. You know, barely do I even catch, uh, I have, have I been able to take the time to visit with my friends that I've been longing to catch up with and uh, it's, and even barely within my own family. So you know, it's interesting. It's not, it's not that far, uh, but you know, the, the kinds of routines and cycle of school week to week, especially pre-quarantine, you know, it's always about, you know, use, you know, you know, that weekend is all about setting up the following week. And if it's not set, well, you know, Hello Monday, survive, and you know we don't want to we don't want to have to put ourselves in that situation. And yeah, I totally especially for me because I was new at teaching, I had to figure out you know get a a footing to what Wait, that's like. You're a teacher. Like. Yes, yes, ma'am. Been a teacher now. Oh. This is my third year. So the the past two years, uh, rather three years ago, 2018, 2019, when you would have your shows, I would see what was going on. It was always cool. So I remember in my in. In my vision, I want I put a bookmark to like check out what's going on. So now that everything uh, is in a different kind of setting. You no, know, right? And do you know what's so crazy? Like, I don't know how like I put myself on these like projects. Uh dude, like I used to have these events like maybe 
if not every weekend, like every other weekend in my apartment. Like it was like a Sunday fun day thrift show. And yeah, honestly, like I started it like that. As soon as like I moved into my apartment, I don't know, man, like I love that you call me an entrepreneur because like I feel like that that just to me describes someone who's always like trying to make something out of like nothing. Just like well, isn't that what a vision yeah. It raises a question, what is entrepreneur? And some of the characteristics are, you know, creating, right? It's the, it's an artistic, um, you know, f- you know, following the works of, of like psychologists like Jordan Peterson, I know, you know, shout out to uh, his lobster uh, explanations, which, which we can go into. Uh, but one of the things that I've, I've found as a takeaway of his analyzation of personalities and I used to think business people are, you know, on a very conservative kind of front. And it turns out, apparently, you know, I'm not going to go through the details, but my takeaway was that those who start businesses are very creative, and those who run the businesses are 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 more on the cre- uh, not so creative personality, but more conservative minded. This is how it goes. This is the pre- these are the procedures. This is how things flow. But in terms of where it comes from, is from a creator, an, uh, an explorer, a an entrepreneur. Would you say it's along the? Would you feel that too? Yeah, man. I mean, dude, I feel like okay. Like I have like the resources. Like I've always been exposed to. Well, my parents they have like a used clothing business, so you can imagine like a really big warehouse. Mm-hmm. And when I got out of high school, maybe like I was like seventeen, eighteen. I started, which is still something that I was doing today. It's like my own little rag business. And it's not, I like, it's not something that like I'm invent. Like I, I always think, and I always say that it's like, I'm not inventing something that like hasn't been done before. Like, I'm just like seeing like what I can make out of something, just like vision, visioning it some other type of way. And I also started like selling online. So this to like my parents who are like old, you know, they, they are like, they're selling wholesale, you know, they're not thinking of like making 500 times the amount of money on like one item. Yeah. They're not thinking in terms of brand or thinking in terms of the economy of scale in which it could, things come in and and go, which allows for a space. Yeah. Yeah. So I started like my own little rag business and I, I, I made my little business cards like a year ago or two. And, um, but yeah, I started that like when I was just getting out of high school And when I was a little girl, dude, like just like six years old, like I was out here, same in in the same warehouse, like making um, collections of like cans and just like trying to make like my own money. So at that point, I don't know, I've always like liked doing things because I feel like I've always been ahead of my time. So I feel like. I don't know if that makes sense to you. Like 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 what you're you're saying this and you're welcome to refine it. Uh, Like you, you see things that are uh you could look at certain things and you can see how they were going to if synthesized what else they can become of it i'm not sure yeah. what i'm saying I'm, I'm yeah yeah because it, like the whole thing with like my rags is that like whenever anything here is like soiled so like and it's a whole like a whole another sustainability thing also but that's really not like my drive like my drive i can't tell you it's like it just comes within, but my whole drive isn't like being um, 
for the planet. Like, I'm not trying to say that I'm not, I feel like I do try to do things organically, but like, that's not like my vision. My vision is just like, Hey, like if I'm going to throw this away, like what else can I do with this? So yeah, like in, in a sense, like whenever a t-shirt, like the one that you're wearing cotton, it's like soiled, I can like, I have an electrical cutter. So like I can cut like any pieces and like, I'll make like a piece like this. And yeah, those are rags. And so I sell those to like mechanics and like trailer shops and shit like that. So yeah, awesome. I have like, I have that other brand and that brand is called the rag lady. So yeah, I'm, I'm the rag lady. And uh, yeah, so I started that what already dude i'm already old oh my god that was like no you're young that was like you're just recognizing the spectrum of time which i after this i have a poem that perhaps almost six years ago that was almost six years ago when i started that you know like um so then i move out to my apartment and i as soon as like i moved out like i just well like i told you i've been like selling shit online um for a while but like nonetheless like me and my mom we still like we sell bells to mexico so that's what we do so like i've always thought like dude like we're selling basically like sometimes a dollar a pound you know so like i'll take something and like i'll post it online and sell it for like five ten fifteen dollars so like that's something that like i've been doing for a minute now and when i went to my apartment like i started this whole like thrift shop shit And so the way that I am, like, I also have to think like, hey, you know, like, I think in terms of like people my age, and I just think like how everyone complains about money, including myself, you know, whether they have to pay rent or not. So like, I just thought like, how can I make this like funner or whatever? So like, I started making like, notice that was the most important thing you just said there, daring to ask the question, because if it's not asked, then it just stays part of the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So like I started making drinks like, and so I, I made a whole menu. Like I would make my cucumber mojitos, like some other shit. And I had a little menu and like, so yeah, in case nobody wanted to come and like buy some of my shit, like they would still come and like buy drinks. And so yeah, always. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's just so crazy. And it's like so humbling how like my events started off with like, you know, I, I would have Matt like playing music. I'd have that. And, um, and it just, and it just started off, you know, like a handful of people. And then like, by the end of like my events, it was like at least 20 people in a room. And at that point, like, I just thought like, how can I make this more? Like, then that's my whole thing, you know, like just always trying to be inclusive with the my atmosphere. Shit. Yeah. So like, I started bringing like comedy, like someone to do comedy, someone to do like live, um, like to teach a, a, a like a, a painting class. Um, I invited like other Bob people, Ross. I invited other people to like come and sell their shit. So I don't know, like my whole shit's always like about inclusion and like, Hey, like we all in a way, like we're all trying to like make it out here. So like, why don't we just like have a place to hang out and like show each other our then- shit and you're going to yeah, appreciate just- these collection of words. I'm just going to go right into this poem. And I'm curious from here, how does that carry the, the, the train of thoughts that, that you're experiencing right now? Uh, where do they go through this lens? So Mayor, here it is. It was written on the 20th of November. It was a Friday at 11, sorry, 620 AM. So it just Uh-oh. came. All right, here it is. The interval of waves why do they self-evidently reveal themselves to our eye 
one of our greatest of realizations. Might this question be, what does it do to our being? What comes out of each individual from our mysterious capacity, a kind of universal awaiting? And to me, I'll say this, the universal awaiting makes me think of how it's become, the shows have become, from those who show up, especially, this is my show. You know, this is my weekly hang. This is what I do. I share words. I do comedy. I do whatever it is that is being displayed. I lead art paintings. It becomes a universal awaiting even from others. What comes to mind? Is that it? Mm-hmm. I feel like that just, to me, like if I can resume it in a word, I feel like it's just the collective energy. That's mm-hmm. what I feel like. I feel like it's inviting a creation of like energies, you know, that otherwise wouldn't happen. Well, you know, if we may tie into what you've to this question what have you learned from the the exploration of the thrift uh, shows transitioning that awareness that uh, exploration being yourself in of course these are my words you're welcome to reframe them uh the dressing of the homeless uh endeavors okay Yeah. Um, so like I said in the beginning, like, I feel like, um, I guess you'd have to know me to feel like it's just something that I would do, like to come across and like, was there a particular like individual you saw or no, man, no, no. Um, so how can I put those two together? Because in the end, like, I feel like I'm the creator of all those things. And I feel like the way that I handle shit, like I, And the way that I've handled, like, not only, like, my events in my apartment, but, like, even my fashion show, like, I feel like I'm super, or I try to be super inclusive. I feel like, even though it's, like, my thing, like, I'm running the show, like, I feel like I want to, I feel like, for me, it's so much more wholesome to have, like, so much more people doing, like, what they can and, like, just share that platform with them. The, the so reflection you, of commune, like you said in your letter for yeah. the, 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 yeah, uh, community. yeah, the community, I really like yeah, that you, yeah. you magnified that. And I think yeah, man, that's like, what you're getting was, at, right? Well, yeah, because it was my fashion show and I had other people like, hey, be on my fashion show, like, sell your things, like, just, I don't know, like, I feel like, I feel like for me, like, it's, I don't know, like, it highlights me more as a person to feel like that's what I like doing. Like, I like including other people in, like, what I'm doing. I like inviting other people to be part of what I'm doing. If I'm selling shit, like, I I say, like, hey, you do it too. Like, come sell your things too, even if it might hinder me making any money. Like, I feel like for me, it's just so much more of, like, including and, like, just, and with with the homeless, I feel like that just translates to, like, Hey, you know, like I have so much that I could give and I, I did. And that's what I did. You know, it wasn't like one person that I saw, like, I know, I feel like you don't need to see someone to know that they're all out there. So I feel like you've spent like 
the past 20 years of your life knowing that there's people on the streets and that's how it might always be so like it was maybe I started this like almost three months ago so um yeah it was just like a day that was you know the weather here it's so random so it just started getting kind of cold and like I just as I'm working you know like I'm putting clothes aside and I've been doing this for a long time like I've always just been putting clothes aside to like go out and like give it to them um with this thought in mind so yeah this day I just head out there like with blankets pillows clothes pants whatever the fuck and yeah dude I drove all around Laredo until I ran out and you know, but then it's so crazy because, like, people ask me, like, why are you doing this, you know, and I feel like they might ask because they think, like, I might have an ulterior motive or whatever, but, like, I just think, and like, you know dude, what? like, perhaps it's fair for them to feel that because many people have clearly done that, and it, I think that's the the beautiful distinction about language because it, it allows for that, that discernment, so you continue, I interrupted. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I feel like, to me, like, the question is just, like, why wouldn't anyone, you know, like, why wouldn't anyone be more united into, like, making people feel like they're not forgotten, you know, and so, yeah, I went out there, dude, and, like, um, I just drove until, like I said, I, I drove everywhere, you know, I gave everyone a sweater, I gave everyone, like, something, and, and, I just, I really thought, like, that's what I was gonna go out there and do, because that was, like, my mission that day but like I just came across the whole I guess it just hit me you know that all these people were like hey dude like thanks for this you know like I really needed it but like I'm starving you know and so like I just I I was able to buy like one person McDonald's and it was almost like five dollars and yeah like I just thought like I can't do this like I can't like and that's my thing that like for me it's like it's not enough for anyone to like feel bad you know like for me it's not enough for you to just feel bad because like that's when you're gonna feel bad and then you're just gonna do the same thing and it's not gonna make a difference in the world you know it's not enough to feel bad so I just thought like if there's anything that I can do like it would just be to like raise awareness like find people who might want to help just like me and that's what I did you know I didn't even sleep that night like I couldn't like I literally couldn't sleep in like the comfort of my own bed. Like I just went out, like I wrote out this document and that's how I started, you know, like I literally just started a document and I started just like asking all these businesses, Hey, can I put like donation spots here to like gather blankets and do this shit? Just cause like, I think like, Hey, more people should like be out there learning that like we're privileged as fuck. And like, we just take advantage and take, take for granted, you know, Refine like the all perspective. that we do have. Right. Yeah. You know, like people told me like so much like, hey, thanks for what you're doing. And I, I just thought like, yeah, dude, like, I, like feel I don't like want to experience this alone. Like if only. Yeah. Yeah. People, yeah. Like if you, hey, guess what? It's actually fun. You know, and I think this leads into a question I wanted to ask you, which is this. How can those who may find themselves along the lines of, you know, being really tied up to the demands of each day, which is probably the reason why that isn't a noticing because hey the days could be demanding in terms of family one's health career you know demands in attention right what can those who find them, themselves in those situations what what comes to mind in terms of uh, advice or rather even what you're finding within yourself that's helping you to have it in your awareness to to be able to 
recognize it. I am doing something about it. it. Doesn't have to be grandose. I don't have to feel bad. I just have to. I could reside in the knowing that that there that it's not being ignored. It is in my attention and it's being fed. What comes to mind? Well, so I feel like I really wouldn't ask much for someone who only has like one sweater or one blanket, but I feel like I think of everyone I could think of that just has an, a surplus of things, you know, like I feel like that's what comes to my mind. And I feel like, I mean, you don't have to like go to like a park full of people where you might come across like 20 people where you, where you like, it happens to me, you know, where I end up like, feeling like, damn, okay, next time, you know, because I didn't have enough. But like, if you could just like, have that extra item in your car, even like a water bottle, like anything, you know, just like the thought, you know, like, I don't know, it just it just came like, really, like, I'm a very, I guess, I don't know, I type like, really you want to avoid ch- saying that it came natural to you, but it's along those lines. No, I'm saying that like, I'm a very, I guess, emotional person so like my whole project was like hey I'll do this once a week but then like I ended up finding myself going like multiple times a week you know just 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 because I just because I could you know just because I could just make up some extra noodles and like go out there and take it to like some people and and I just I could just go and and get a gallon of water and like take it out there you know because all these people want sometimes it's just water you know so like like I don't find it too hard in myself honestly like these past, and one, like, once again, one can only speak for oneself. So it raises the yeah, question, yeah. like, what is it that is going on with others? And one can only wonder. Yeah. 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 I mean, like, I feel like Laredo's a really big place. I feel like I've came to knowing a lot of people who like, they might not help the homeless, but like a woman I was speaking to on the phone the other day, she's like maybe 50 years old, but she's, um, she works for some hospital here in Laredo, but she was just telling me how, like, she, um, she has a, not a project, kind of like what I do, but, like, she just goes, like, every week, and she feeds, like, homeless dogs, so she'll feed maybe, like, 50 dogs a week, mm-hmm. and, um, she was just talking to me about how, like, it gets really heavy, you know, to, like, try to, like, bring other people on, and I feel like that has happened to me, and so, like, these past, because, like, before I started this, like my whole thing, that's why I named my project the Gag Collective because that's the Gag Collective is like me, you know, and like a collective of like anyone who has the same like insights or wants to like be a part of it. So I, I have like this whole project that like I've been working on. So I kind of put that on like a really hard pause because like I give myself in like a hundred percent. And so I just kind of became drained in, in the thought of like, I don't know, like just that, the fact that I was doing it all on my own, you know? And so like, yeah, I'm going to start doing it again this week, but I did kind of become not emotionally drained, but like maybe physically. Recognize like you have out. your needs that, that uh, it can't, you can't just ignore what you're feeling by just sustaining what you're doing, which is a good cause and it's all good and all that goodness. But at the same time, there are needs from within yourself that, you know, you don't, you're recognizing that, how about I allow that space so that I can continue on even further versus working myself into the hospital? And, you know, what good was that? Now you're out of, you know, work or doing anything because you're in the hospital for who knows when. That's no, a- I wasn't in the hospital. You you were? 
No. Oh, no, no. I'm saying like that's the, the analogy. Oh, like, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Pardon me. I didn't make it that clear with the analogy. Heads up, y'all. Made an analogy. No. Like imagine working so hard to get to the hospital. No, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, well, for me, it was just like working so hard towards it where I just, I don't know, man. Like I just thought like, well, not thought, but like I just feel like I am doing it all on my own. Um. And, but I mean, it's not enough. I, I could say like, okay, it's just like one day out of the week to like do the things that I have to go out there and do. But like, for me, it was like so much marketing and like advertisement going into it. So just a lot more than what meets the eye, you know? Well, speaking on what's in what meets the eye now, putting this in the, the context of the, well, you know, the, the big, the big worry of what, how, how do I say the big worry that has slid into every person's mind, which is, you know, don't get the, don't be part of the pandemic. How's everyone doing within the family, within those who are you're meeting in the streets? Uh, what, what's it like for them? What, what do they see in terms of, you know, I could only imagine how much there could be a lack of resources and making things more safe for them. I don't know. I'd like to welcome your eye on that. Yum. Mm. Damn, dude. Honestly, like when I came into this, like the most popular things I hear from people, I guess, older, like my parents' age, shit like that, like they talk about, like, ah, oh, like, don't get into that, you know, like let someone else, like, figure that out, like, or they'll say comments, or I mean, even damn, it's because it's crazy how, like, older people are really they're really stuck on their ways, you know? So like, they just think like, Hey, well, that's where they want to be. Patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just think like, Hey, well, that's where they want to be, you know, like, and I mean that to me, like, it's never been my concern if that's where they want to be. Like, I just think like, I don't think, I think that they feel the same things that we do, like the same worries, the same, hunger the same thirst you know so when I go out there like I come across people just like literally like begging me for water you know so like that's something that like it's just it like for me it's just so easy to like think like I can do something about this like it's for me it's like 25 cents to get a gallon of water and like so like I said I found myself doing that like multiple times out of the week just because if I go a day or a few hours without drinking water like my head hurts you know so just shit like that that I find um, very doable and just very understandable. Um, but yeah, I feel like they have the same worries, the same needs that we do. And so, yeah, like a lot of people think like, Hey, that's where they want to be. Like a lot of them are drug addicts, whatever, but that's not the case. Like the, the thing that hit me the most was that like a lot of them are really, really old people. Like they're people maybe like their eighties or, or so, you know? So like a lot of them, I mean, I don't know, man, like where are their families? Like where, where, like, these are things that I would want to, like, dive deeper into because I, I want to do more than just, like, helping them, you know, get a glass of water. Like, I actually want to help them in, like, getting out of there, you know, like, whether it's, like, getting in contact with a relative, like, anything like that. Would a lot of them that, are, like... Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. You were saying? Oh, I was just going to say that a lot of them are also, like, immigrants, you know? So, like, I feel like a lot of people here can understand that, you know, like, you come from another country, like, you don't just go into a home, you know, like... We, yeah. if you were born here and you have, you know, family around, we, we have the, it's, you know, would you say there's a parallel to, you know, the generation that's coming up 
there is an only knowing of life with the internet. And I would say, especially for anyone that's was born before 2000 uh, or even nineties and before certainly know and remember life pre-internet, but we don't remember how it got there. Right. It's just all of a sudden it just, here we are in terms of, I guess I'm drawing that parallel Drawing a blank, you were saying the remind me the the, the threat that you were saying just right before I interrupted. That um that there's a lot of immigrants out here and that they oh, can't yeah. just so the fact okay, know. there you go. Thank you. Woo. Uh so all of a sudden they show up into a place with no internet. And we're used to Wi-Fi. Yeah. And the Wi-Fi is the the fam. There you go. I almost lost it there, but thank you for that too. <laughs> Yeah, Would yeah. you say that's the parallel? Yeah, you're like lost. You're like lost, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like imagine you've been you've been you know on the highway and you know if you if you're if you if you've already conditioned yourself to always have GPS on, and all of a sudden the battery goes out. Where are we in a different country? Who well, that actually know? happened to me like in San Antonio, but I used to go really often, so like I found my way. <laughs> So imagine in a full, and that's just direction. Not, that's not even encompassing, you know, resources, fuel, like flesh fuel, and of course, vehicular fuel, if you happen to be traveling in a car. So it's, yeah, that's what a perspective that places your eye through, because you're surrounded by those who their whose concerns are mostly occupied by what? The necessities. You know, water. And so, I, you know, going back to the initial question that I asked, uh, what have you noticed with how they are perceiving and handling, you know, this cultural shift of the pandemic? How, what's it like for them? And it seems as though their concern is the, the, the bare necessities. Would you say along those lines, you're welcome to clarify. No, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just have to visualize that. These are people that, I mean, like when I, when I address this issue, like I address the fact that like Laredo doesn't have the space or means to help these people because like realistically, like it doesn't even have enough shelter for them. Realistically, like if you're an immigrant, you can't just go into Bethany house. You can't just like be a homeless Bethany person. Bethany house and go is a, shelter. what just so our viewers who are not familiar. It's a shelter. Shelter. Yeah, yeah. So, like, any homeless person can't just, like, go into, like, a shelter. It's not like that. Like, if you were ever to be homeless, like, it's not that easy. Like, they expect you to, like, go get, in this case, uh, a coronavirus test. They expect you to, like, get a medical exam. So, they expect you to, like, figure out how to do these things. Um, They expect you to have an ID. So, like, a lot of these people, like, don't have any of these things. They don't have the money to get these things the bus ticket, the ID money, like all these type of things. So like you, they, they're just like, many of them are just forced to like, well, you know, I'm just alone out here. And, and yeah, dude, like they just sleep on bare concrete. That's what I see, you know? So like, if I can just, I guess, give them a blanket, do, I guess the bare minimum, almost nothing for them. Like, I think that that's something that just, it's in me to like, feel like I have to do that. If I, if I know it and I can, I, I just, I know, I, like, I, that's just how I am. It's crazy. 
Well, you know, it's it, it allows for a curious witnessing of what happens if one allows themselves to lend themselves that kind of hand. And, and certainly by that feeling is as though it's an indication of towards the direction of what one needs to be doing. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I can't, um, because I, like I mentioned, like it is heavy on me because like I am the one doing all of this and it's heavy because I'm thinking of feeding almost 30 people, you know? So it's heavy for me just in terms of that. But like, I feel like, um, it's just heavy as a workload in itself, you know? Um, but I feel like I, all I could do really, and I feel like the only way I can really inspire other people and like people have told me I've inspired them to do the same. That's just it. You know, I could just be that example or raise that awareness, which is what I meant to do. So I feel like in the end, like I am getting my message across, which is beyond your eye. Yeah. Beyond your eye. Yeah. It's like, you don't even have to know that it's, it's happening, but you recognize with subtle indications, even in conversation that it's being recognized and rippled through their own actions. And that's, you know, and that's, you know, that takes me to this question. Uh, so you're, you're born and raised here in Laredo, aren't you? I was born here. I was raised in Honduras, Nicaragua, Laredo. Whoa, born. wait, there's a Laredo over there? No, no, no. <laughs> I was okay. born here, but I, I was raised here sometime, sometime in Nicaragua, Honduras, Florida. What's, 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 okay, so what's the story behind that in terms of, you know, now from the, it, from the perspective of viewing culture over there and viewing culture here in Laredo and perhaps that, you know, the fact that you find yourself with an ease to allow yourself to help people who are, you know, like you were saying on the streets who are lost, don't, don't don't have the ID, don't have the direction. What's it like for you? Did you see that where in uh, Nicaragua, right? You said. Nice. I mean, you see it everywhere. <laughs> but um, I feel like it's just culturally molded me in a different way to have been exposed to. And I only say that because I, I know for many people, you know, it's become also part of the culture to turn a blind eye. And, oh. and they just feel bad and they don't because they don't know what to do. And perhaps they haven't seen people like yourself who figured out a lane within their day or at least the week to week to be able to like, you know what, let me just put this these stuff that i i don't need anymore let me put this in this corner that way i could put it in my car so it's like it's just it just allows for that flow like it's in the car i could be out and about if i happen to have the chance you know i'm not in a particular rush and i see that there is a need that can that can occur whatever you know uh those kind of thoughts would not open because they haven't seen someone do it and like you said uh you know, I certainly see this uh, on my end in terms of the leading by example with kids, you know, how, how to be in a classroom or how to do certain things in the, in the room, the expectations or whatever. How do we collaborate? How do they communicate amongst each other? If it's not demonstrated, you know, all we're going to be doing is just like, I don't understand why you don't talk like that. I don't understand why you're doing it like that. All of a sudden they just see this and you're a mean person. And now, you know, who cares about your message? And it's like, whoa, 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 you know, by just leading by example, and the bearing of witness of such, you know, behavior, is that something that you've seen before? And if not, how, how, um, what could be an equivalent that you have seen that's along those lines? I don't know how you taste it. <laughs> um, 
Damn, dude, I can really give you like examples of, okay, so when I first moved to Nicaragua, I was in, uh, or was it Honduras or Nicaragua? Well, I was like a first grader, man. So first grader. So like the first thing that I did when I went out there, I guess I had some dollars. And like the first thing I did was like give a homeless person a dollar. And my dad's like, no, you can't just give out the dollars here, you know, because it's like so much money. But like, I don't know, man, like that's just that's just the person so I was helpful in. to not know the especially from a child's perspective, uh, not understanding the scale of economics, you know, held in a in a in a hand, you know, you didn't. You saw the reaction of, you know, the the value, the magnitude of this transaction, this this transfer uh, means to others, and and then the question mark as to why would I not want to do that? Well, it's because you know we don't know where it can go, but you're viewing the yeah. act of giving it, and and it's fair yeah, to I consider where it can go or not, uh, because yeah. you know it, it could also be just hurt it could also hurt them so it's like now that raises the question what does it mean to tell the difference would you say yeah i just i well in that given example like i just remember that like given homeless man just like freak out because i gave him a dollar you know in another country you know where it's worth a lot of money or you know but i mean yeah i understand here given the fact that like like i say like i know a lot of them might be under some influence so i don't think in my reasoning it would be the right thing to like give out the money that i that i that i was trying to raise what i would do is just like buy the food and do those types of things and i mean like it's no question that they're hungry so i feel like that's not a question does that make sense like i feel like if i can use that money and make it food and give it to them like that's just that just makes sense, you know, like, because so some people just, yeah. yeah, some people just think like, oh, I'm not going to give them anything. Like, I, I don't know where that's going to. So like, that's as, that's as, that's as much as they're, they'll do, you know, and that, that gives them like a sort, like a sort of like justification on out. Yeah. Yeah. Justification. Like, no, no, like I'm not going to give them anything that's going to hurt them, you know, but like, and it opens up the portal them? of like, well, I, I would give food, but that means I have to go over there and I have to take the time. I'm already late on my, my, my way over here. And so I can't do that. So that's another out. And well, you know, um, that certainly raises the, the question of the, the interval of time on when those can be. Uh, and I think it, I think that goes back to what you're saying setting ourselves up to be able to open up that, Oh, I, that can be-ness of like, Oh, I'm going to, I am able to offer this sweater. I'm able to offer this, you know, this food that I left. I, this packaged food prepackaged or something like a, like a priming that, uh, that transfer. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not yeah. sure what I'm saying. Right. And you see, like, it's just crazy. Cause like, I feel like I can't just not give any credit to to the way that I am and just say like, oh, this is just the way that I am. I feel like I've been influenced a lot by the other countries. You froze that I've a little bit. To. Would you repeat that? It's uh, but it's also because 
Um, I feel like I've been influenced by my family directly. I feel like I also have a lot of influence from the countries that I've been to and just realizing like how countries? I told you, Honduras, Nicaragua. Okay. okay. So they're like, yeah, it's like Central America, you know? And so you're in places where they give so much more value to like things that we don't hear, you know, they, they have like my friends, even that I speak to now, like my best friends in the whole wide world, like they'll have fun on a weekend going to a beach, you know, and like doing the most like simple things. And I feel like those are things that like, even though we have them around here, like we just don't grasp like the, the value of just being, I guess, in a place together, just having a good time. I don't know. Like here, it's more of like being where present. We go. Yeah, yeah, being present. Like here, it's more of like where are we gonna go and like spend money? You know, how do like we prime the prime the what's going to be present? And perhaps yeah. they both have their values because you know being present allows for witnessing all the miracles that are before our eyes. And you know how the heck did this whole civilization just function, and we just crash landed through this flesh, and here we are wondering how it all works but you know all of a sudden you recognize you have a language that happens to unlock certain things within family within friends within community within career within projects ideas like whoa this is not my language this is not my civilization but at the same time it is so it's like what does it mean to like the fact that i'm here <laughs> that's the present and you know priming is like well i could certainly do better i could certainly I recognize where certain things could be strengthened. You know, I recognize things that, why am I even holding on to that? There, it's not, it's, it's reflective of a presence that I would like to change. So it's like, therefore, now we're talking in terms of priming the future self. And, you know. Yeah, I feel like that would be more someone who's actually like in tune with like those thoughts, but I guess like I just give more um not me personally I'm just thinking of them as people who like enjoy more outside you know I feel like out here we don't enjoy too much outside like we have to go somewhere you know and out there like there's just so much less that like you enjoy so much more and that's just what I think that's just what I've seen you know let me ask you this from the countries you've seen have they been um mostly you know major cities like would you say like some like a San Antonio or were they small towns, even smaller than Laredo? No. Um, when I lived in Nicaragua, well, when I was in middle school at that point, uh, I lived in the capital. So the capital is like maybe the size of San Antonio. Yeah. Has like, it's like a metropolis, you know? And at some point that same year, uh, I moved, we moved to a town, maybe like 30 or 45 minutes away. And I don't know, it's just so it's structure structurally well Nicaragua is like it's founded by like the Spanish so like that town like and those places out there like they're really like they keep a lot of that same cultural value so that town is like it's just so pretty and it's so like it's like a little Spaniard town and so the spectrum of time as opposed to like in Laredo you feel you just feel the now but you don't know how now got here but over there, you feel yeah. that there's been many generations of different kinds of, you know, lifestyles, views, you know, how, you know, things were valued in terms of like how we view a city. And, yeah, and so like you get to feel there, that. Yeah, like out there in that little town, like you didn't need a car, you know, like you didn't, I mean, like, 
I know we had one. I think my dad used like a little, like a little electric bike. Like it was something, but, um, and like a little moped, but, um, we didn't need a car. Like it was just so crazy. Like, and I don't know, it's so beautiful out there. Cause like, there's so many tourists. So like, there's so many people like speaking English and just so many people like visiting this like beautiful place. And, you know, there's horses like taking you around and I don't know. It's just like, yeah, there's like definitely a little, it's like slower in time. If you will. Yeah. yeah it's really nice. Yeah. And so that probably gives you the, you know, you're welcome to correct me here. It makes me think that because of that, you have a lens of, okay, you know, doing the entrepreneur thing that we got to do this. We've got to do hear the logistics at the same time, hand in hand with, you know, knowing and familiar, being familiar with a culture that's a lot more on the pacing their, themselves with within the present, uh, yeah. I, I guess, uh, instead of being in a rush, I guess. Uh, and um, so you get to see those who are not into the, the momentum of working, career, family, this and that in a home and instead are homeless and or would you say wandering through the days and you know how am I going to drink water how am I where am I going to sleep you know what yeah. clothes I wearing it, it so you, you that shines at you probably a lot more than those who are only from here and you know probably have never even left have haven't had the kind of exposure of perspective culturally driving across the highway into the streets downtown as opposed to someone who has seen other civilizations would you yeah. say yeah yeah that's per- that's spot on spot on well look Definitely. at that well real quick before i ask our concluding question where can our viewers find you social media website you're welcome to throw your plugs uh i guess i'm the guy collective find me out there on instagram Sweet. What else? Is there any other direction you'd like for eyes to be able to go? No, I guess not. Uh, I'm going to drop my website soon. So I guess I'll like. Oh, snap. Well, hey, you heard it here. Whenever that link comes up, I'll be sure to to drop that into the the description below. Last question. And I welcome your thought. You're welcome to take it wherever you feel. So here it is. It's along these lines. Especially through the lens of 2020. And here we are, November 25th. This is today. Essentially in the latter end of 20, of, the, of 2020, kicking off into 2021. What's something that you're finding that helps you gain a, a center, perhaps we could use that word, uh, a footing, feel grounded in, in the era of waves of perspectives, waves of... You know, you know, don't do this, do that, don't do this, do that. Um, you know, sides and this side and this side's, you know, trying to poke at this other side and vice versa. You know, in the midst of all that, ultimately there are, you know, people who aren't facing these or aren't even concerned with these questions and have different kinds of realities. You know, what what can you offer to those who may find themselves perhaps too attached to a perspective and I'll say it like that. What comes to yeah, mind? I get you. Um, I feel like, I guess it's not too good to be like too lean towards one side or another. Um, 
I feel like because that only, I feel like it's good to know where you stand and that should be enough, um, enough to also like, just know that those are the things that you believe in for all your given reasons that you've given much thought on. I feel like given in time now, like people openly discuss, not discuss like in a healthy way, but like they'll discuss why the other person shouldn't be following the things that they do but they don't really have much thoughts on why they shouldn't you know like they just they just think like hey well that is what everyone team does sports it. team sports yes like you feel just, that there's like a team sports act but like oh like, you sound like, like you're the, in that team i don't like the whole idea that like it's just such a popular idea that like in like it's a popular idea in the united states that like given this time like if you support donald trump like you're like you should be treated badly you know like it's weird if we just change the name to someone else it's like you get to see how awkward it is and like hey bro what's going on here why are we why are we being so hard on each other but because it's like a name there says where is this allowance coming from would you say yeah, because I feel like nobody was afraid to to say that they loved Obama, given all the things that he actually did wrong, you know. So it was just all these pop, like it's just like to me, it's like because they all mind. do wrong things. We can, you know, yeah. even for those who are in support of, you know, Mister Orange, right? You know, to not acknowledge things that are wrong, it's like oh, that's part of the 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 contradiction. That's no, pardon me. Uh, that's part of the friction, yeah. you know, because yeah. they're they're not even them themselves are not willing to acknowledge that they're he he could do no wrong. I was like, well, mm-hmm. to, okay, there that's where it is. We have some maximum polarity, and yeah. if, if if we could just exist on, you know, a norm, <laughs> yeah, you know, with, you know, detachment from sides, detachment from these utterances. No, no, Trump is finet. Like, take, take if we just take all of that out and just look at, you know, things more plainly. And yeah. really apply criticism and concerns. Uh, perhaps that may allow a further clarity of where the other person that it seems as opposition, where they're coming from. And that, you know, I've had people ask me too. Uh, you know, what's your opinion? I'm like, well, honestly, I would say that one side views the other as you know X, Y, and Z, and the other side views the other as X, Y, and Z. And when they converse, there's maximum friction because they're not talking to each other. They're talking to who they think they're talking to. And so for me, it's like, I I don't know what to do with that. And I, you know, perhaps can. Yeah. So I feel like with all of that, I feel like it's, I can have a conversation with anyone who's like against my political beliefs because now it's like such a thing that like, if you don't support what they support like they'll just cancel you or stop talking to you so I feel like if anyone is willing to do that to me it's just like okay that's perfectly fine you're like not capable of like even accepting or or you know because I feel like uh there's like this really awesome quote that like Martin Luther King talked about obviously before he died he just said like if we could just both come together as like brothers and sisters and appreciate that we have like different personalities like that could just be like accepted you know that like we're not all gonna think the same like where's the joke in that you know to all feel the same way like that's just not cool um yeah so I think of that I think it's good to like just know why you 
you stand for the shit you stand for. And in that case, like if anyone's not willing to accept it, that I think that just makes it easier to say like, okay, like you're, you have a lot more to like go than, than, than thinking like it's right to like cancel someone for not accepting whatever you want them to accept. So yeah, I mean, 2020, uh, definitely. I feel like it opened a lot. Like there's definitely a lot more, where you can say whatever you want, but at the same time, there's so much more actual censorship going on that like, I don't know why people think like we're, we're actually like being allowed to speak up on things when we're actually being censored more than ever. Uh, a lot of shit, a lot of shit, man. It's so I don't know. I feel observe. like I don't really like to, uh, how can I say? I don't really like to argue on things like that. I just, I vote and that's it. I feel the same. Like I, if I feel like I'm arguing, it's because I think I know something. And if if I'm yeah. willing to just further question, it's because I'm willing to recognize I don't know. And perhaps that's the message. Perhaps, you know, shout that, you know, by the way, anyone who has gotten to this point in this video, you are welcome to hit that subscribe button right now. It's that red button. Make it, make it great, I think. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, and and okay. by the way, when it pops up, it has a notification bell. You've seen it, right? All right, I'll, I'll, I'll subscribe to you right now. Yeah, yeah. Yes. What is it called? It what solid. is it called? Curious Observer. Curious Observer. Just Curious I'll, Observer? Just curious Observer. And, you know, uh, I'll share with you some direct links so that you can be taken directly to this vibe. And once I will, again, should definitely talk again sometimes. Yes, let's, by the way, if you guys want to hear more topics or specific topics or whatever comes to mind, you're welcome to write it down below, right? Write it down below. And there is this thing that looks like that. Smash it just once or at least <laughs> on an uh, in, on an odd sequence. Because if you do even, it goes back to an unlike. So do odd sequence when it gets blue. That's where it's at. You're welcome to leave it there. And I can't believe the- I'm on a YouTube video with this promotion. I love oh, it. Oh, Mita. And once again, shout out to the Gag Collection. Thank you, everybody, for your time. Stay tuned on the next. High five. Ready? Woo!